following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Motor City Monday on the Huge Show, presented by Ziggler Racing. Later inside this broadcast, Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan. He'll be in the black and gold number 77 car Sunday in the Daytona 500, representing Ziggler Racing out of Portage. We'll hear from Carson, Aaron Ziggler, the voice of NASCAR, Jeff Striegel, will join me for a huge interview to end this broadcast. And then we'll talk about those Motor City kitties. I think the Lions are better than both the Niners and the Chiefs, and that was their Lombardi trophy for the taking. Take that, Taylor Swift. Your opinions and mine during this Motor City Monday, presented by Ziggler Racing on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. The day after a Super Bowl, which was Snoozeville until the fourth quarter. Maybe just before the fourth quarter. Then the fourth quarter in overtime was interesting, and I'm telling myself, why'd I bet against Mahomes? Man, that argument, Mahomes, Montana, Brady, who's the greatest of all time, the dude is just a winner. He is. He is just a winner. And the toughest thing about watching that game with the boys at Eastern Hall crash and Denny Middleton... Ken Swinski, Vando, Brad. Oh, Lions are a better football team than both of those squads. They already beat the Chiefs to start the season. They led the Niners 24-7. I know they didn't win. Like a lot of you reminded me, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. But they were dynamic. Like, I don't think Debo is healthy. I don't. I don't think he was healthy against the Lions, and I don't think he was healthy in the Super Bowl. Didn't have that same explosiveness. And Kelsey and the Taylor Swift story, and they had over-unders on how many times Taylor Swift would be shown on TV. I, I could live with that. The hard part for me on a Motor City Monday is thinking about the Lions. That was their Super Bowl for the taking. It was, man. It was. And, and I get the season that was in the rearview mirror. Lions, fifth favorite right now. Super Bowl 2025 in New Orleans. Dan Campbell's old stomping grounds. Aaron Glenn's old stomping grounds. Lions are the fifth favorite. Yeah. There you go. 32 NFL teams. Offseason is officially underway for everybody. And the Lions have the fifth best chance, according to oddsmakers, on winning the Super Bowl a year from now in New Orleans. 
That's how far this franchise has come. Fifth. Yeah, you got the normal Buffaloes and Baltimores and San Francisco and Chiefs in there. But the Lions are with the elite in the NFL right now. They are part of the elite. Niners have the best odds because they're not going to have to pay a lot of money to party. They're still young. Chiefs are the second favorite, followed by the Ravens, Bills, Lions. So that means the Lions, at least according to odds makers, looking ahead to this upcoming season, second best team in the NFC. And if you watch that game, and it's not with Honolulu Blue and Silver Glasses. I'm saying if you watch that game and you think about what the Lions did in that first half at San Francisco, on the grass, not turf. Niners had a chance to pull away in that first half against the Chiefs, and they let Mahomes hang around. You can't do that. Now, again, I... You know why I think he's better than Brady? And I know we can you know, count trophies, rings. I, I can get that. Or Montana. Is that he makes plays happen with his feet and arm. And he sees the entire field. We've seen the no looks. He, he sees everything. And no coverage on the game winner. We're all confused about overtime. Are they playing the quarter? Uh, why is the clock running? Wait a minute. They both get a possession. And then because both did get a possession in playoffs, unlike the regular season where if you win the toss, you go down and score a touchdown, the game's over. This was they both got a possession. So your question is, why didn't the Niners give? There, there was already a fear factor here. Why didn't the Niners give the Chiefs the ball first and hope for a fumble, interception, field goal, and they go down and score? Shanahan hasn't been good to finish out games as a coordinator or a head coach when it comes to Super Bowls. They they could have been up 10, 13 points in that first half. I had some numbers in square games. I had like 2-2. How are you going to get 2-2? How am I going to get 2-2? 32-22? Okay, yeah, let's do the math on that. Had like 8 8-2. 8-2. Why do I have all those damn twos in my squares? Everyone else has gone, oh, I got reverse. I won this square. I won this. I got nothing. I buy 12 raffle tickets for halftime. I don't even win a free t-shirt that's from a product that doesn't even exist anymore. I did take the Niners minus the two. And like I said right after the game, I will never bet against Mahomes again. And let's give the Kansas City defense credit for what they did in the playoffs. And Mahomes gave him some love after the game. Yeah, he made plays when they needed them. But that Kansas City defense was outstanding. Were you like me watching that overtime thinking, why, why are they settling for the field goal and going to give Mahomes a chance to win with the TD? Oh, well, if we don't score, they're going to go out on the field and score. Well, you're already playing the mind games where you're giving in when you 
decided to take the ball. And maybe Shanahan, like a lot of people are going, hey, is this like the regular season? If they score, it's over. And then the clock's winding out. People go, oh, they got to hurry and get the play in. Now it's going to continue. I'm telling Pete Cool at Eastern Hall. He has Skeep's sub shop in downtown GR Monroe Center. Great subs. He's like, I think it's going to end. I'm like, hey. Actually, Pete might have been gone. I think it was Dave Deaver or B-Rad. I'm like, they're all, it's going to end. They got to get it. No, it's going to continue. Crash was over there had like beads of sweat coming down. So chances are, I'm guessing he had San Francisco. <laughs> oh, Niners could have put that game away at halftime. And I I sent it out at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and I will stay and stand with this that the Lions outside of that 6-minute godforsaken stretch at San Francisco the way they were playing, they were better than the Chiefs or the Niners because they would have been up, like Antonio Brown said, like, what, 35-10 at halftime. Now, I will say, if this show has come to the point that I got aside with Antonio Brown, stop by the Nut House for my next huge watch party. And I don't mean the Nut House down in Lansing, which is down by the ballpark for those of you listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, where the huge show airs weekdays at 3 live. Tom Izzo's second favorite radio show after Stout on Sports. Kathy George, the old, not only mean old, that's kind of negative towards her. I mean, the former Michigan State volleyball coach coaching the professional Volleyball Federation, Grand Rapids Rise, I think they're at home tonight in downtown GR. Had her husband come up at the golf show when it was over and say hello. Said he's good friends with Tim Stout. Said he listens all the time. They have a place here, place in Okemos. That was really cool. I'm waiting to get the final results on what the long drive was at the golf show. I know at the end somebody on Friday had hit at 332. So they got me by a yard. Half a yard. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, was there to validate everything. He goes, what was your drive? I go, 331. Anybody see you? I go, no. I set my own number. Have you golfed with me, Mark? I also put the ball wherever I want to. Yeah, Bill, your drive looked like it went right. Did not hit a tree. It's right at the 150 marker. Got that little invention, round little hole at the bottom of your pocket, boom, shake the leg. Hey, I found it. It's right here. Big hole. We got to win this to win the match. But I saw it go off a tree, 400 yards to the right. Big ricochet. So we'll have that winner who gets a overnight stay for four, 36 holes of golf at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Thank you, Matt Golden, Gary, and the crew. They were down there. Great weekend. Weather's supposed to get a little bit colder, but at least right now with the sunshine, you're thinking golf, right? We're in February. It's beautiful. Birds are chirping. 
Ice is breaking. Little beavers are building dams. It's awesome. We do have our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day that I want you to answer. By the way, is Flying Ace Whiskey in your golf bag? I will say if you were one of the patrons at the Waste Management PGA stop in Phoenix, you may just hold off on the bottle of Flying Ace Whiskey for your golf bag. Did you see the videos, Superfly? I'm okay with people jawing with players. I'm sorry. You got to take it. I, you know, I've been around golfers. With, oh, you made some noise. I get a do-over. I'm like, no, you don't. You know the only time people complain about a bad shot is when they say there's noise. When they hit a great shot with noise, do they complain? No. You stuck it foot from the pin. B2 stealth bomber went over you, and you're, like, still swinging through. That waste management opened. These are some of the videos, and I don't have the audio because I can't replay the words. But in order, in my mind, these are some of the tweeted out videos I saw this weekend, Superfly. PGA golf event. I swear to God, it looked like Happy Gilmore, too. Guys brawling, a big brawl at the Porta John line. It was like golf of Palooza. Lines long, you've been standing there. Before you know it, four, six guys, eight are all brawling. Then the other guys are standing, thinking they're hiding from everybody while they take a pee. They're not. Right in the open, people are walking by like a family. Guys are peeing. Oh, and then because they had a lot of rain, guys were doing mud belly slides down the hill. Uh, Somebody went on to the course on 16 and did snow angels in the bunker. Did you see the video of the guy that was walking out? Where Again, I'm not making fun of people being drunk, and I hope he wasn't driving or took an Uber. But this, this dude, he's not going to be with the great Willendas anytime soon on the high wire act. This dude couldn't stand up. PGA on Saturday had to stop letting people in, and they cut off alcohol sales. Now, I have my... On the outside looking in philosophy, I'm going to tell you, the temperatures were in the high 30s, 40s, and 50s out there. People were wearing coats and like golf gear, the patrons, the fans, and I think they were sneaking in bottles. Because nobody can get that wasted at a PJ golf event when you're paying 19 bucks for a 20-ounce beer. Seriously. You, you can't. So what I thought, so many people were dressed up like hoodies, a winter jacket that were wearing beanies, that they snuck in bottles of booze. And then when there was frost delays, things you normally don't see out in Arizona, frost delays, weather delays, what could everybody do with 40,000 people on the course? The only thing to do is drink and eat. I'm, I bet they were... Sneaking in pints of whiskey, fireball. Actually, I'd go with the Flying Ace whiskey cinnamon first. Much better than firewall. They were doing that. It was crazy. I bet they're going to limit it next year. They're going to limit, like, you're going to get drink tickets. Golfers were yelling at it. It was total Armageddon. It was golf of Palooza. It was Happy Gilmore, too. It really was. I I saw the Shooter McGavin parody Twitter account, Superfly. I I may be paraphrasing to a point. He tweeted out something that said, 
even I think this is over the line, right? <laughs> it was crazy. It was like they were at a rock or country music festival. Nobody has discussed my conspiracy that people were wearing sweats, rain gear, things where you could easily hide a bottle in your leg, both legs. Because any of you who have been, not, not the Meyer LPJ Classic, they have good prices. So does the Dow Championship now, the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational, now known as the Dow Championship. But the PGA events, like I've been to Ryder Cups, you get just, I think it was 22 bucks for a 22-ounce or 20-ounce beer over at Whistling Straits. 22 bucks. I went and bought a round. Had to fill out a credit app. So, Superfly, if you knew it's going to be 45, you're getting there early in Phoenix on Saturday. You're wearing baggy sweats, a winter-type coat. You know what the prices are. Tell me you're not sneaking in your own. Because what they do is they wand you so you could do a bottle of booze. You couldn't do beer cans because that would come up. They don't pat you down. They wand you. Or you walk through you know, one of the metal detectors. You get a bottle of Flying Ace whiskey. I'm trying to check with Mooch on what the sales were in the Scottsdale, Phoenix area on Flying Ace cinnamon, straight bourbon whiskey. Maybe they're peach or they're black cherry. I gave Superfly some. He re-gifted it for somebody's birthday present. I'm like, here's 20 bucks. It's an affordable whiskey. A little over $20. You're re-gifting it? He goes, we already gave me, uh, I already have some of it so I can use it and I didn't have to spend money on a gift for a good friend. I'm like, you're a re-gifter? Oh my God. When I was golfing with his dad last fall, his dad goes, where'd you get those socks? I go, Superfly gave them to me for my birthday. He goes, I gave him, I gave those to Superfly on his last birthday. I looked at his dad and I said, he's a re-gifter. We do have our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you think the Lions were better than both of those teams yesterday like I do? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line, Mercantile Bank, a Michigan-based bank with locations all across the state. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Chris Ballas will give us an update. Michigan is losing a lot of coaches. That's expected. Harbaugh's taking more guys to L.A., but if he can pay these guys and they don't have to recruit or deal with NIL or re-recruiting their teams, why wouldn't they go like Clink Scale did? L.A., you're going to live out in Southern California? You're going to make money? You don't have to recruit anymore? Go watch your kids play sports? Do things like that? Michigan's big thing, and we'll talk to Ballas about it, and I was talking with Mac from Star 105.7, Sister Station, to our flagship station, 96 won the game. They can't lose any any star players to this transfer portal. They can't. They just can't. 
if they get decimated by the transfer portal by the end of the semester, it will be a monster struggle with arguably or arguably the toughest regular ski- season schedule ever for Michigan. So Ballas will give an, an up or give us an update on that. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, his thoughts on the Super Bowl and also the draft at the end of April in downtown Detroit. I saw some of the photos of the stage was set up. I think they set it up. Was it out in Vegas? Did they set it up to show everybody what the draft was going to? I saw a stage set up. Or maybe it's a warehouse in Detroit. Mike Kimber, uh, Micro Mike, uh, Chat Sports on YouTube, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. We'll hear from Kimber. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Want to get your opinions? You can join us on 866-838-4843. With the Lions better than both of those teams. Until Mahomes let it up late, I thought they were, even then. Not saying they would have destroyed either team, but they did win at Kansas City, and they did lead San Francisco at halftime. And I know people on Facebook and Twitter, well, they won! Let's go to Matt in Muskegon listening on 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the huge show. Yeah, I just if it's okay, I'd like to make two comments. One about uh, Michigan, one about the Lions. Go ahead. Um, I think it's it's fair, or I think we should remember that Jim Harbaugh did not light the world on fire at the University of Michigan early. You know, he lost to Mel Tucker in 2021, lost to D'Antonio, botch punt. He lost a number of games, and his bowl record was terrible. So I think. The fans, especially, need to our time to build. He might be out sooner than anticipated, which would be which would be real bad for the University of Michigan, in my opinion. I think the guy's going to be great if he's given the resources and the time. And and what's your other thing, Matt? Go ahead. No, no, you're going to say one more. Second of all, the Lions. I (laughs) there's no way that the Lions. The Lions are definitely better than those two teams. They're just not better when it mattered. So, you know, yeah, it's nice to sit here and talk the Lions this, the Lions that, but for the love of God, huge. <laughs> they they lost those games when they mattered. I know, Matt. And they they laid they, they laid I down know. when it mattered. And they didn't lay down. There's people. a few plays that should have gone the other way with the coaches, Matt. That trophy was theirs. Yeah, they didn't win when it mattered. They did win. A, they did win at KC when it mattered. They're the Reynolds catch away, and they would have been there yesterday. Am I dealing with denial? Yes. Is there some psychosis right now connected to the Lions and watching that game that that was theirs? Yes. Am I over San Francisco? No. And don't tell me like, well, it's a new season. Yes, a new season's beginning. No. No. That was their Super Bowl trophy. You know why? Mahomes got you when at the right time late in the game because he's been there. Lions could have taken them out in the first half. When Antonio Brown is doing the preaching, Huge Show is doing the reaching. Let's go to Maury and Kenwood, just south of Grand Rapids, listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on the huge show. 
Huge, I'm here to answer your huge question of the day. And I'm I, I'm not going to say that Detroit's better than those teams as so much as like, and, and look, Huge, I'll put it to you this way. My wife's watching the game with me. Rarely does she watch. And she says, honey, is Detroit better than these teams? Or is guys, you know what, babe, they could play any day of the week with either one of these teams. Amen. Huge, they had a better running game than either team. And I don't, I know McCaffrey's great, okay? But I'm talking about the running game, not running backs. Detroit had the best running game between those three teams, and I think you hit it on the head, man. That was their Super Bowl to win, and it it's just a lost opportunity. I'm not, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, you can't. That, that's my take on it, man. They were the stronger team across the board, even with their deficiencies. You saw plenty of them on both sides, on both teams last night, didn't you? Oh, God, Maury, right on. I've always loved Mo from Kentwood. I've come to this decision, Superfly, for the huge show across Michigan and our 19 affiliates that we will completely live in denial until the Lions win an NFC championship game. I think there should be an asterisk on the Chiefs championship. Should have been the Lions. Luke Combs did a great duet with Tracy Chapman at that award ceremony. He should write a song right now. That trophy should have been the Lions. People are like asking me at Eastern Hall, they, you seem really upset about them not there. I said, you know why? You know why? Because I was set to do six shows out there and go to the game. They led 24-7 at halftime. I'm at the Garage Bar in Ada. I'm on the American Airlines app. I'm booking the trip of a lifetime. And nothing against Eastern Hall versus Allegiant Stadium. Not going to compare the two. Nothing against hanging out with Pete Cool, B-Rad, Denny Middleton, Mac Middleton, Swaz, Vando, the old school Mid-Olympics guys. Love them all. But I would have been in Vegas if the Lions just hold on the lead. So really, the moral of this story, as I wrap up this segment, is that the Lions blowing that 24-7 lead against the Niners in the NFC Championship game. It's all about me losing out on the trip of a lifetime. Six days in Vegas. I'm at the swim-up bar in a man thong. I'm basically have a superpower like a chick magnet. You can answer the Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Was that the Lions trophy that the Chiefs were presented with yesterday? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE. 21,000. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. In about 35 minutes, latest on Sharon Moore looking to fill a staff. Will the transfer portal hit the Wolverines hard? Keep losing all these coaches. Strength and conditioning. All those guys got to stay. We'll talk to Ballas, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike from Chat Sports on YouTube, Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite, Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire and Draft Wire will join us. Coming up in our next segment, you can go live one 838 That's one 838 huge And also later in the broadcast, 
We'll talk to NASCAR driver Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan. For our listeners on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, you can hear the show down in the Kalamazoo Portage area. He is part of Ziegler Racing, part of the Ziegler Auto Group. He'll be in the Daytona 500, the voice of NASCAR. Jeff Striegel, who calls West Michigan home, will join me, Carson, and Aaron Ziegler before this broadcast is over. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Valentine's deals you'll love with One Stop at Meyer. From flowers to sweets, it's all in one place. Get a rose bouquet for $18.99. Choose a Valentine's Day card for someone special. Then get your favorite wine, candy, and chocolate. Or you can build your own bouquet. Pick the flowers, trim, arrange them, and enjoy. And don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store. There are so many ways to save this Valentine's Day when you make just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It is a Motor City Monday presented by Ziegler Racing. They're getting set to have Carson Hosevar in the black and yellow. Sweet-looking ride, number 77, Sunday at Daytona. Jeff Striegel, the voice of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network, also part of the Berlin Raceway crew. One of our NASCAR insiders, he'll join us later with Carson and Aaron Ziegler, who heads up the Ziegler Auto Group and also Ziegler Racing. Super Bowl of Auto Racing Sunday at Daytona. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com coming up in about 30 minutes. What's happening with that staff for Sharon Moore? And are they going to get hit by the transfer portal? Wanted to get Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Get his thoughts on the Super Bowl yesterday. How you doing, Rizzy? It's good to be talking with you, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Uh, when you're watching that game, especially the first half, it was hard not to think how that game could have been the Lions if they just would have held on to beat the Niners. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. And uh, a couple of people have said it nationally, you know, the Lions were the best team that either of those teams played uh, this year. Wow. And it's hard, hard to think, you know, that, you know, the Lions opened the season by winning in Kansas City. They did things defensively that the 49ers couldn't do defensively to the the Chiefs. Think about that for a second. And then, you know, they, they had the game against the 49ers, and it just didn't fall their way. But that, that's frustrating. I'm I'm hopeful, that, and I think I'm fairly confident that the Lions see it this way. They know that they could be there, and they know that they have to do a little bit more to get there, the focus on, you know, attention to detail and things like that. But uh, they got a real shot at making it. And uh, if they make it, we saw last night, they can beat either of those teams if they're, if they're playing well. And let's hope that's what happens. <laughs> 
You know, I started the show with my opening huge opinion. I included that odds makers have the Lions as the fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl in New Orleans a little less than a year from now. Second favorite in the NFC. Just think about that for a moment. Out of 32 NFL teams, that the Lions now are residing in the penthouse of the league. They really are, and they belong there. I mean, they, they did lose in the NFC Championship game. They won two playoff games this year. They are legit. They're not going to lose terribly much from the roster. They, they have some work to do, but it's not like they're losing any key players You know, that, that can't be replaced by, by people that they can potentially bring in. So, yeah, it, it's it's right to be confident in them. It's okay. We, you know, as Lions fans... You know this huge. We're jaded. We're we're used to. Oh my God! What's going to happen now? That's going to make everything fall apart. I don't think many of us feel that way at all this year, and rightfully so because this this is a good football team. They are a legitimate contender to be next year's NFC champ, and uh, they, they should be viewed that way by everybody, including us in Lions fans. And it's weird. You know, we've talked about this before. I do think that the people around here are a little bit more apprehensive about the team's success than people nation- nationally are, um, and that's you know that's that's a function of being beaten down for so long. But uh, coming out the other side, man, and uh, it's a great place to be. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire Draft Wire. You can follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Joining us on the Roast Umberg Coffee guest line. Before I let you go. Uh, what was the best thing about that Super Bowl, and what was the first, including commercials? Uh, so I, I was, I liked the mullet ad for Kawasaki. Uh, that was probably my favorite ad. Um, I was repelled horribly. So Twister is one of my favorite movies of all time, and the fact that they remade it and called it Twisters. That really bothered me, um, and I was I was not looking forward to that. And then, uh, I had a lot of people that reacted to that because they know that's one of my favorite movies. So uh, that was frustrating. But uh, yeah, um, the, the, the cool thing for me about the Super Bowl was that Kyle Shanahan made a lot of the mistakes that a lot of us thought that Dan Campbell made, um, and it, he paid for it too. So you know, it's not just Dan Campbell that's making these these mistakes in the coaching. I think we we have a pretty good picture that you know he's a good coach. And we should trust in what he does because uh, it, it's making them successful. And that's, you know, I, I, the other takeaway, well, again, we talked about it. The Lions can win these games. They're there. They are ready. Um, they just have to go and do it now. Yeah, like I said, no, fifth uh, best odds to win the Super Bowl a year from now puts them in the top five in the NFL in the penthouse. And we'll see what happens. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online, joining us. I think he had. I think he has another interview. We we got dialed. I think he just had to go. Probably had another interview coming in. He dialed toned us, but I love him. He's Rizzy. We're cool. Let's go to John and Holt listening on the game seven thirty a.m. You're on the huge show across Michigan. Hey, huge two things. I think the Lions definitely could have beat either team uh, after watching them play San Francisco. And they also they already beat Kansas City, so I know they didn't have Kelsey or Jones, but still, I think the Lions could have won that game. And I have one question for you about Michigan State basketball. Is this a tournament team, or should I be worried that they're not going to make the tournament this year? Uh, I think they're a tournament team. That was a big win over Illinois. Michigan, after their best win of the year against Wisconsin, goes to Nebraska, and they're down 43-14, and Nebraska goes in the cruise control. They're just a mess with Juwan Howard. There is no reason for that guy to coach the team after this year. Izzo squad, huge win against Illinois. I think they're a tournament team. 
Are they an 8, 9, 10, 11? You know, winning a couple of games in the Big Ten tournament could help them. Still some work to do, but I think Izzo will get the squad to the NCAA tournament. I thought Wisconsin was overrated. Same thing with Illinois. You know, if you ask me right now, looking at the Big Ten, then obviously Purdue can be a one seed in Purdue with the size shooting defense. I like Painter as a coach, even though he hasn't showed up a lot in the tournament. I think they could win it. They really could. I look at college basketball. Sure, Kansas is all over the place. I, I think they could win it. Purdue could. Who, who's the next? team in the Big Ten that could have the deepest tourney run. You know, it could be Izzo. Hey, when, when you get your seniors, like happened in the Illinois game, when, when you get A.J. Hoggard, Hall, and Walker all show up and you're plus 60 on points, you're not going to lose a game with Izzo. You're not. But it's when those guys don't show up, they don't have the true scores on the young side of that team. They don't have the pick-me-up guys. The one thing I've always been surprised about is the last couple of years, he always had a sharpshooter, even though Foster Lawyer transferred, a guy who could knock down six threes in a game, five, right? Your team's struggling, boom, boom, boom. They're going to leave him open. Lawyer's height, big 10, big tall wings. Didn't give him a lot of opportunity to shoot like he did at Davidson when he transferred. But just have a shooter off the bench. Kid comes in, somebody six three, six four that can just fill it. You know, McQuaid would do that. Neitzel was legendary, right? Just a shooter. When it's all said and done, they might end up, they're not going to end up in second place, but they might be the second best team in the NCAA tournament. Why? Because you're going to get neutral sites. On the road in the Big Ten, it's tough. How about that Kate and Clark? Hottest thing in college basketball right now, and she's a woman. Which is cool. No one, she's just exciting to watch. She's like the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. It's like old school. People are lining up for six hours to watch her play. Little girls who play hoops are all going to watch her. Just like this Pro Volleyball Federation, the Grand Rapids Rise. All those girls who have played volleyball in their lives never had pros to look up to outside of beach volleyball and maybe the Olympics and in, in volleyball once in a while, right? Or college teams where you go watch Michigan State or, you know, you go to, you know, Michigan watch a match. But I'm talking about stars. And Caitlin Clark, anybody would want their son or daughter to follow her. She is a baller. And they got beat by Nebraska. She is must-see TV. Right now in basketball, I'll watch Steph Curry any day of the week. I'll watch Luka. NBA's. That's a very slippery slope with that league right now. It is. There aren't a, You watch a lot of teams that play like they don't care. They're getting paid. They're going to gun it. It's going to be 157, 150, whoopty. But Caitlin Clark is great. You know, I'm all for the evolution of sports to grow into something bigger than men, which some sports are, Right. You know, Pat Summit at Tennessee built up Tennessee basketball. Same thing with Geno at Connecticut. It was bigger than a lot of men's D1 programs. Nobody cares. I think the media, or when it becomes divisiveness in the public eye, they'll say, oh, there's sides here. No, Caitlin Clark, anybody would want to watch her play. Anybody. It's like Cheryl Miller back in the day. Cheryl Swoops, even though she was trying to diss Caitlin Clark on that, well, she 
didn't have the year. I'm like, come on, back off that. You know, different areas, you start that argument too. But Clark is just a baller. I'm talking about you can't turn the TV off when you're watching her. That was Magic. That was Michael. That was. There's never been a female player, basketball player, that if I came across a game, I would watch it until she's out of the game or it's a blowout and they're putting their subs in. Absolutely amazing. Speaking of female sports versus male sports, Riley Gaines, who's very outspoken, talked about Cam Schreiner's time in the 200 meters makes him the third fastest D3 collegiate runner in the nation in the women's category. Goes by Sadie. Riley writes, for perspective, his time ranks him 1,619th in his rightful category of the men's division. Third in women, 1,619 in men. And as I tweeted out, with my huge opinion, there's no discrimination when the opportunity is there for any gender to compete in the sport, in the category that identifies with their gender at birth. You're not denying anybody the opportunity to play sports when you're saying... You're born a woman, you can play female sports. And at times, some females play men when they're not offered. And I get that argument. I used to bring it up about boys volleyball, girls volleyball 20 years ago. But there is no reason for someone born a male to compete against women and dominate them in track and field or swimming or rugby or soccer. They are taking the spot of a young girl, a young woman, or a grown woman and denying her an opportunity. If you want to bring that discrimination card and play it, then think about who's being left out because of the way somebody identifies. Follow the Michigan High School Athletic Association rules case by case. Doctors look at testosterone levels, and they decide case by case if someone born a man can play on the women's side. I don't know how someone born a man can go enjoy just whipping up on women in sports. No discrimination. Everybody has a right to play, but play in terms of the gender you were born into. That's my huge opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly tells me we have three pairs of tickets to give away. You'll get the e-ticket to see the Grand Rapids rise. Pro volleyball in downtown Grand Rapids tonight. Why don't we take lucky callers 19, 20, and 21 at 1-866-838-4843. Callers 19, 20, and 21. You'll get a pair of tickets to see pro volleyball tonight with the Grand Rapids rise. In downtown Detroit, that would be callers 19, 20, and 21 at one 838 4843 Big. Bad. Huge. 